0: for tuning in to Magic City Business, a podcast dedicated to celebrating the people, systems and tech behind the best businesses in Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, welcome everybody to another fantastically interesting episode of the magic city business podcast we've got a special guest today. i'm sure many of you listening have shopped at urban suburban and we're going to do a deep dive on the story behind this amazing antique shop and the incredible service it provides to the crestwood community and beyond but before we do that we've got to recognize our one and only sponsor one and only really without her you know this, None of this exists. Without her, our two listeners would have to go find they, another yeah. podcast. <laughs> what would they do? That's hanging on by a thread. Oh,
1: you know, Blows my mind. Yeah.
0: So let's give a shout-out to the Diana Will Lending Team at Movement Mortgage. They service Birmingham and really most of the surrounding states in the Southeast region. You can reach the Diana Will Team by calling or texting her directly at 251-508-1336. Or you can go online at Will. Dianawill- Team.com. That's NMLS1740691 at Movement Mortgage. All right, let's get into it. Blake? Yes. What do you have to say? You set this whole thing up. You're doing I did, yeah. Our office is in Crestwood, too, and so you're making a point to go around to our yeah. other business partners in our shopping center here and inviting them to the show.
1: Absolutely. So we're
0: going to start having them all on. We had Sojourns on first, and now we're just kind of making the rounds.
1: So making our way how did
0: How did this interview come about?
1: When I first came in there, you guys had those super cool ornaments. Is that right? Ornaments? Uh, Yeah. A local artist and
2: graphic designer, her name is Erin Bodden. She does Birmingham neighborhood ornaments. So there'll be an ornament specific to... Crestwood, there'll be one specific to Homewood. Avondale. Avondale, Hoover. Actually, she's even been kind of more specific than that. I think there's a West Homewood now. There's definitely a Five Point South. So it's kind of her niche. She will design them, and then she has a printer That will kind of cut them out of metal and then she and her mom paint them. Yeah. Like hand paint each one of them. Yeah. Well, let's give you a chance to introduce yourself. Don't go too deep on, (laughs) you know, we don't need like,
0: (laughs) I was born here. Who's your third grade teacher? (laughs) Just give us the clip. It's
2: a Miss
1: Hayes' class.
2: Yeah. So I'm Clay McCollum. I manage urban, suburban antiques in Crestwood. I have an education background and was working on a grant at UAB. The grant ended, and then I needed a job. And six years ago, I started working in antiques, and kind of the rest is history. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So, so you were going to be a teacher? Really, I wanted to be a professor, but yeah. I was working in admissions at the time, like undergraduate admissions. So yeah. so I guess you're liking what you're doing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, it may not be
1: forever, but okay. it's good for today. So, how do you go from education to antiques, though? Like, yeah, that's not exactly. a natural progression, though, right? <laughs> or am I just?
2: Uh, it's not really necessarily a natural progression, but I had a mortgage, so I needed a job and sure, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bills, and bills, yeah, exactly. Yeah, survival mode. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and actually, my master's is in music history, so this is kind of art history. So there's a yeah. bit of a tie in oh, there. We got so. another
0: guest in here is way smarter than us yeah, i gonna, knew when he said n- when he said niche i was like oh geez. well i know
1: i know <laughs> yeah. a crap ton about like 80s music so i'm right there with you, you know, useless facts yeah well that's and the same sports thing and all kind of stuff yeah i don't know nothing about beethoven and those guys but uh
2: well i knew a lot more i think 12 years ago when i finished <laughs> i i'm impressed by how much i've forgotten in the last 12 years yeah
1: so. that's how it goes
2: so
0: before we get into the story of the shop and the story of the shop and relationship to this specific community in Birmingham, mm-hmm. how did you come to be a part of it? And now and, well, you're running the show over there now.
2: Yeah. So went to grad school in Tuscaloosa, took a job. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, exactly. Took a job in Birmingham, okay. bought a house in Birmingham, moved to Birmingham. Then kind of in 2016 was looking for how my life was going to transition. And a friend of mine actually owns urban suburban and he was like, well, come work for me while you figure out what your next chapter is. And I guess it's been kind of a longer chapter <laughs> than yeah. it was initially anticipated. Cause I'll have been there six years in May. So Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it seems like it's a super busy store. It has this,
2: I don't know if this is appropriate, but like a cult like following. You know, antique malls are a unique business model because most businesses have employees and they have customers. So our business model, we represent vendors who put their items in the shop and then customers buy from the vendors and sort of we facilitate that process. So in most businesses, they'll be like, customers, employees. So for us, we have the vendors whose merchandise we're selling, of course, employees who sell it, and then our customers who we're trying to offer good service to. So it's unique in that because in most shops, either the person who's running it or the employee or the owner owns all the merchandise. Mm -hmm. Now, we own very little of our merchandise. So, And as a matter of fact, I try to encourage my staff to not have space in the mall because I don't want any of our vendors who we are trying to represent to have the ability to say, "You know, you're selling your stuff, not mine yeah, it ju- it separation. just it keeps a conflict of interest right. from being there, so
0: yeah, yeah. makes and sense. They probably don't have. The means or, you know, the, the
2: margins such to go out and rent their own space and have their own storefront. So no, because, see, you know, there's so much that goes into running, uh, you know, business. There's you pay the power bill, you keep yeah. the business license, you talk to the credit card processor. So there's a lot more than just having I have this item I want to sell and I need to find a customer. And so we're able to kind of eliminate a lot of that red tape for them. They come in, they bring their stuff, they merchandise their booth, and we handle the rest. And honestly, with so much of retail going online right now, I think that we are experiencing sort of the twilight of the privately owned antique store. Because there are a lot more antique malls, meaning vendors in Birmingham, than there are privately owned one owner shop. Mm -hmm. And so... Good, bad, or indifferent, not going to make a value judgment on that. I think that privately owned shops are... Just by the nature of how retail is, or in their twilight years, yeah, dying out.
1: You've heard it here before. Yeah,
2: I'm sure that they're going to be like, all
0: right, good news. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) we got that to look forward to. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) thanks, Clay. Yeah. Well, I know the
0: other thing too, like Christmas kids. (laughs) If you if you own a shop and you're purchasing all the inventory, correct, it may be of a certain specific taste. Yeah. Yeah, it may be a direct representation of that owner's.
1: I Can you even name a different style, though? I know I couldn't. That's why I'm... The way you're wording that question, it makes yeah. it imply like you know all about antiques, though. So. Well, no. I mean,
2: there are lots of... Art Gecko? Art Deco Art is 1920s. Gecko. Yeah. yeah, the Gecko. Yeah. 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 Oh, Gecko. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> very popular commercials. Geico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very popular commercial. But this is like you walk in the store and there's such a variety. Yeah, so that's something that I am really proud of Urban for... The reason is that we do have some fine antiques. There are great places in Birmingham to look for truly fine pieces, such as Hannah Antiques or Hoover Antique Gallery. But our shop is a little bit more eclectic. So... We try to, when we can find it, or when the vendors can find it, to have a great selection of mid-century modern furniture from the 50s, 60s, and early 70s. And see, that really works with our target demographic here in Crestwood, because in Crestwood South, so many of the homes are sort of the mid-century sprawling ranches, and they need the furniture from
1: the same time period to look At home in their space. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what we were talking about before it came on, was in my opinion, this is kind of the American dream. This area, this is what was pitched in the 60s. The Sears Craftsman, the one level, a lot of good. I think people are are stretching for nostalgia. Yeah. Is my point. Like they want, yeah, they want things back. It's even funnier because I had a conversation about nostalgia with a guy outside of the, The Vineyard Mart there. We just started talking about nostalgia. So we've come to this term of, I want it now. How fast can you give it to me, Amazon? Yeah. I don't even want to go shopping for my groceries. I want Walmart, them lazy sons of guns, (laughs) to drive it to me. Yeah. That's a problem. We don't know how to talk to people. My kid sits on his computer and just plays his video games. We got to have the interaction, the smells the sense of community. So yeah. i off my uh, yeah what is, What's
0: the smell that permeates through Crestwood? That's yeah. what I want to make. Oh, God, I don't want to... <laughs> oh uh I know what
2: it is. Yeah. Yeah. I know, you just gave it away. Yeah. Uh, We're sorry about it. So it's, We're it's, curious. It's interesting because, see, Crestwood is like its own little bubble. So Crestwood South, the houses kind of sprung up in the 50s and 60s, and then Crestwood North is an older neighborhood, and... You mentioned the Sears Craftsman Bungalow. Right. Actually, I live in a house that was built in 24, and that's exactly how my house came to be. Like, it was brought in on the railroad yeah. with, like, every screw included. So that, that is kind of a cool element of the neighborhood.
1: You can't even get a bed from Amazon now without having the screws missing in yeah. the package. I mean, literally. Yeah. So back then you could get anything. They didn't miss a screw either. Got yeah. one shot a month. That's true. Absolutely. So All right, well, I'm glad Amazon's
0: probably not gonna be reaching out yeah, for a sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not a big deal. Sorry, Jeff. So the location of Urban Suburban is just really perfect given it's the surrounding Crestwood neighborhood.
2: Yeah. So I would say that about forty five percent of our customers are people who live in either Crestwood North or Crestwood South. We have a great local following, which, of course, we really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And it's an eclectic, artsy neighborhood, and we try to be an eclectic, artsy shop. So we try to have furniture and accessories and the occasional novelty that kind of it works for all different tastes and price points. And I think we do a pretty good job
1: of achieving that goal. So, yeah, you guys do. Yeah. I mean, I walked through it and I was just looking at stuff like when I think of antiques, this is just me as someone who's not educated. I think of stuff that somebody got in an estate sale, stuff that my grandma couldn't give away to the grandkids, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And that's not necessarily fair. And you're seeing a huge resurgence. Like, I looked at your guys as you guys had life magazines in there. Yeah. Mint condition, not a bent page, life magazines from the. 50s, 60s? And even some from the 40s. Yeah. Just amazing. Talking pieces, I would call them for people at home that you could sit on your table. And I think that
2: 2021 and 2022 has been a great time period for this sort of business, the reason being is people are ordering sofas and they're saying it's going to take nine months to get the sofa. So people are kind of going back to antique stores and finding sofas that are in perfectly good shape and they can have it today or as soon as they can get a truck to come pick it up rather than eight, nine months from now when the new furniture could arrive.
0: Well, I love it. I mean, we've got the podcast table we have in our studio right here came from your shop we've Mm -hmm. got artwork from the shop hanging in here i've got a desk at my house that i mean it's
2: got to be over 100 years old and that's just cool i can't remember what that desk looks like but i do remember helping you loved it Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he lets you do all the work (laughs) no 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 no, no. oh whatever i got the heavy (laughs) he said only
0: weighs 200 pounds that's what i mean this old furniture it's not light
2: yeah no no, it's real
0: and it's well built it's solid and it just
2: looks cool well and i mean there's so much furniture being made today that looks good on the outside but all it is is particle board that's been veneered so it has no heft or durability drop it and it's pretty much broken because shatters yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, it's i would say you've got like art deco but i've seen a lot
2: of high-end looking stuff yeah in there too it just depends what so we have approximately 62 vendors, and each vendor has a different taste. So we have everything from sort of shabby-shake to French antiques to mid-century modern. It's a unique place because you would think with that much variety that it would look kind of haphazard, but it all kind of blends to be a nice sort of whole
0: well, if I'm listening and I I want to be a vendor, what, is there a selection process? I mean,
1: how do y'all go about yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's where I was going. I was going to say, like, is there somebody that walks in and goes, hey, check this out, man, I got a starter jacket from the early 90s, and yeah, it's got a they, couple of stains on
0: it. Or they got, like, antique sex toys. Yeah. Just well, I mean, I actually,
2: I think... Uh, <laughs> Birmingham Oddities probably does sell antique sex toys. That's oh, really? a that's a like I'll just it's like Blake's gonna write that. Yeah,
1: down. what's the address? Just
2: <laughs> that's on <laughs> yeah, it's on First North. Yeah, but no, um, I
1: got a punch card there. Okay. Lifetime member.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, to be a vendor, it generally takes about six months from the time you express interest to the time yeah. I'm able to accommodate. Because, and I'm lucky. Our vendors, as a general rule, stay real happy, and when you're happy, you don't leave. Um, But I get calls mm, five or six times a week of people wanting to be vendors. And I got tired, frankly, of taking down contact information, so I kind of changed how I go about that. I'm happy to talk to you, I'm happy to tell you how it all works, but how I track people who want to be vendors as you send an email to the shop. And I have a folder within the email and you'll send an email to suburban at att.net and say, Hey, this is who I am. This is the way to get in touch with me, contact email as well as phone. And these are sort of the items that I'm interested in selling. And what I do when I receive your email, I write you back a thank you. And I move the email to its own folder within my The mailbox, Mm -hmm. and then when I do have space come available, I go chronologically. Mm -hmm. So I go back. Still interested? Yeah. Are you still interested? I'm gonna have a space that rents for 205 coming available next month. The vendor's given notice. You were the next on the wait list. Is this a good time for you? And if
1: not, I always have a healthy wait list. And this is a to me perplexing complex. I get it because you're providing. In essence, building utilities, right? Yeah, and then you're providing marketing and to, staff to a level. and yeah. staff and staff. Yeah. So, do you ever have to call up somebody and go like, "Hey, bro, you got to get your antiques going." Like you, since the day you've let, came in here, you've had that same like, no one's buying that antique Mickey Mouse shirt from the '80s.
2: Yeah. So
1: or, or furniture
2: that you know. is a delicate line that I walk. The lady who ran the shop before me, she was a lot better at being like, hey, you're not producing. You need to come pull out. I try to coach the person right. and make them productive because I know that they can be if they work it in the right way. So if you go about four or five months where you're not making money, and so thereby we're not making money, I, I I kind of say... Hey, why don't we take a break? I don't know that this is the right time for you to do this. And we can revisit it when, you know, your schedule is a little more relaxed or when you feel like you have more energy and time to kind of put into this. Because if you're not merchandising and cleaning and kind of tweaking your space, Mm -hmm. like you said, if it's had the same thing in it for six months and that that's not sold, then this is just probably not the right time for us to be partners and be in this business together at this time. Yeah, because so. is
0: it appropriate to
2: discuss, like, they're paying a, a rent, and do they pay a portion of okay. sales? Okay, to- so, yes, they pay a rent, but then also we take 12% of sales. And actually, that 12% is generally how we make our profit. Yeah. So if you're contributing your rent, which you're going to at least pay your rent every month, then we're just getting the bare minimum. Your 12% is how we are showing a profit for the business. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Some shops do charge a little bit less of a percent of commission, but then they're, they knock you with all the individual fees, like credit card process. We're going to charge you a portion for, if the person pays by credit card rather than cash, we're going to charge you a portion. If you want to use electric, like if you want to plug stuff in, in your space and, that just got to be such a, a nightmare
1: from an administrative perspective to keep up with right. all that, that we just do a blanket 12% of sales. We get that in real estate all the time. Is some of the places that go like, oh, we give out this or that, or we give you a 95.5 without a cause." Yeah, and, a and it's a like, slush fund. Yeah, because you're a- paying... 1500 bucks a month miscellaneous in fees yeah yeah hey you like that coffee it's good huh yeah that's 15 cents a cake up there buddy yeah well yeah. one of the agents
0: we have here she walked into her office this is when COVID was going nuts and who knows we, that may be coming back but hopefully not let's knock yeah. on something but she didn't have a mask and so they had masks behind the desk and they were like oh would you like a mask and she was like yes and then she got a three dollar bill on her statement for the okay. mask that's Crazy, yeah. That's a big reason why she came here. So, but some of the vendors do have their own shops. Couple, but they, I guess, they understand that the exposure that urban suburban gets, and
2: I think there's that, and then also uh, diversity of marketing. It's always good to be in more than one place. You guys get that with real estate. You're right. not going to just buy one billboard. You're going to buy don't multiple.
1: Don't <laughs> don't play. Don't mention billboards around him. He'll <laughs> buy 50 of
0: them. Yeah, I have a... Uh, addiction. It's not. It's an addiction. <laughs> it's not.
1: Yeah. but Don't Go ahead. To
0: Baldwin County. has got about 5,200. We're scaling them back, but sorry to interrupt, Clay.
2: Uh, that's where my parents live. They live in Orange Beach. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, sorry. we'll have to get their name and phone number. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, can put a billboard in and, their yeah, house. They, yeah. they
1: love it. They love it. They live in Bear Point.
2: They live, yeah, in, in that neighborhood at the end of Canal Road. Yeah, so, so they'll just put a big sign
0: in their front yard saying, I love Jason Will and yeah. he's the best realtor. we <laughs> do the Bob in.
1: Ross one. We'll make something nice. Yeah. yeah. Tiger yeah. King. Uh, just, so, that will go in their front yard. If, well, that would be. <laughs> yeah, they'd love it in Bear Point, though. <laughs> they'd love it. Yeah. I call that a Jimmy Buffett neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it is very. They uh, just like cruise around, yeah. just drinking margaritas.
0: Cool neighborhood. We'll get there one day, maybe. You, maybe not you. Not me. I can't uh, go You'll back. be...
2: You'll be green people incident. at Walmart at 85. Uh, yeah. Now, y'all both came from the coast to Birmingham.
0: Well, right? I don't know if you can tell, but Blake is not from around here. <laughs> nope.
2: You know what
0: I'm saying? Iowa. He's, from, oh, he's Iowa. from the land of ice fishing and cheese.
1: Not true. Both of which aren't true. Wisconsin is the land of cheese, and I guess Minnesota would be ice fishing. Uh, Iowa's corn. Corn. Corn.
0: Just a flat cornfield That's all that's there is. That's about and it. So it's flat cornfield, and y'all talk funny. But yes, we did both move up here. Gulf Shores uh, and I moved first. Blake came up because he's just—he's got like a yeah. some kind of a weird fascination with me. It's that's weird. what it was. I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't be well, away from him.
1: Yeah. I really like Birmingham. It's a great place to live. And that's what everybody told me. They said, "How how come you're moving from Gulf Shores?" And I'm like, I don't know. It was a nice place to live.
0: But, but you never went to the beach. I mean, you didn't. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. You like, didn't do any of the stuff that people move there for. Well, yeah, I went to Walmart. Like, and yeah, that, that's I never saw you like walking on the beach at sunrise or sunset. Going, I just have a this unique connection to the water.
1: Yeah, hashtag blessed water shot. I don't do that, so it didn't really make sense to me. But Birmingham, and my parents said this too, and this is a testament to everyone in Birmingham that listens. My dad literally said. I have not met anybody yet that does not enjoy their job. He realizes that there's thousands of people in this town, but everybody is freaking happy. And that's not the case down the coast all the time. I mean, they're getting shellacked. In the summer, they're like, the Walmart greeter's like, hey, welcome to Walmart, go to hell. Yeah. yeah. Because she's seen 52,000 people that day understaffed Walmart, and the lady at Lowe's sang to him while she was walking around showing them stuff. All right, so that sounds a little... That doesn't happen to me, but...
2: Well, uh, you know, it's a great place to live. Three hours from Nashville, five hours from New Orleans, yeah. five hours from the beach, uh, two hours to Atlanta. You know, it's really a great location. Well, why so, Crestwood for you? Like, what what do you love about this n- neighborhood? Oh, I like old stuff, and I wanted to... <laughs> so I love that my house is one of the historic Jefferson County homes. Well, I love Crestwood because it is so... Well, situated within the metro, like if you're going to anything downtown, it's 10 minutes. I go to church in Southside, it's like 20 minutes. To go to Hoover is 30 minutes. Really, that's the difference between. Birmingham and Atlanta and Nashville in Birmingham. You can be anywhere in the Metro in 30 minutes. And I mean, you might be an hour and a half if you're going from one place to another in Atlanta. So, yeah, that's a good
0: point. Yeah. Yeah. Easily accessible. I think we should have some kind of an annual party in our parking lot here. Yeah. Like all like something in the spring. Yeah. We get live music. Bush lights. We get vendors to
2: come in and sponsor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Porta potties. Porta potties. I think that'd be great. I think with weather, to do it in like March, April, or October would mm-hmm. be the three best months because. Yeah, Crestwood Fest. Yeah. Oh my god. I think that'd be a. Crest, Crest Fest. Crest, Crest Fest. Fest. Crest, Crest Fest. All
0: right, but let's. April thirtieth. Let's let Clay know how this goes. Okay. What? I uh, <laughs> will huh? surprise him. Crest Fest.
1: Yeah. Is any officially. That, so what he's referring to is any idea that comes out of anyone's mouth. That's good. That's around them. That's good. I no take credit for yeah, it. Yeah, awesome. I guess You had the idea before you. Full credit for yeah.
0: it. But I don't really have a great relationship with our, our landlords here. I don't think. Ooh, oh, yeah, you, oh. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you probably. Yeah, you probably. listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to put myself in those crosshairs, but you probably would want to shy away from that. They
1: ain't watching this shit. Come on.
0: Yeah, well, we only have two listeners. Yeah, but hey, listening. this could have a big following. Yeah. It just takes one interview to set this thing off. <laughs>
1: You never know. It's worth it though. The area is great. Everybody in this shopping center has been amazingly supportive and nice, and just see. Talking. I think that would be
2: a great idea for this shopping center, and talk to the guys who have the brewery. It would mm-hmm. be a great thing for them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be fun yeah. if we could put something together. And then when you talk
0: about it, like this word of mouth grassroots campaign, you'd be like, "Man, that Jason will has a lot of great ideas. <laughs> yeah, he
1: has a lot yeah. of great ideas." You'd be like, I can't even believe that he like. Made me say it, and I wasn't even thinking it it's like when he you know decided he was going
2: to be Bob Ross on third South you know that was yeah. a great idea that was yeah. a great idea it's a great idea yeah
1: that was actually his idea though the one blasphemy
0: all right let's get back to the shot Clay, what else do you want to tell us about urban suburban
2: you know honestly, I feel like we kind of covered it pretty well what specific do you have any specific questions for yes me? hours
1: of operation
2: okay ten to five thirty Monday through Saturday, and then one to five thirty on Sundays.
1: Okay. What's the most expensive thing you currently have in the store? The must-have, the most expensive, the most.
2: So we had a that's still available. The vendor just took it out. We had an aquarium that was made out of an antique Morris Minor, which was a British car. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. and it was really really cool. So that's an aquarium, though. It was. an So they took a Morris Minor, they cut it in half. The okay. back sort of covered truck bed that was glass. They put an aquarium in it. It's really cool. And it's huge? It it was huge. You can still check out our Facebook and see photos of it if it's something you're interested in. What would that set me back? That was about a $3,000 item.
1: Oh, wow. We need it in here.
2: Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once we'll you get it, it in yeah. place, you don't want to move it. Because I moved out. it three times and <laughs> then I was like, it's gotta go. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened in store
0: like ghosts? Have you ever found people using it as a place for a romantic
2: rendezvous? Oh or... that'd be a good one. <laughs> so yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh my god. Um so antiques
1: get me going too though. I get it.
2: Generally this year and last year due to COVID, we did like a Saturday afternoon holiday party model. Right. Generally, we do a Thursday evening throwdown that's always the Thursday immediately after Thanksgiving. And it kind of goes until about 1030 or so. It's just crazy, like yeah. hordes of people. Did you, did you, did you have it, it and this year or no? We did not have it okay. this year. We're going to have it next year. Oh, wow. We probably Wait. could have had it this year, but decided let's just kind of still waiting for mitigate things, that, yeah. things a little bit and and we'll do it next year but yeah so i was going around trying to kind of say okay it's 10:30 let's let's kind of this this is it fizzling yeah. at, you know We're the and stores. and we did find some some people using the shop
1: as a a trysting place well sorry it's not a good first way to meet you but it was just you know (laughs) yeah
0: yeah mood structure yeah the The mood well and and
2: we had an an open bar so that i think that was that contributed to that as well so that's always going to make it crazy all right
0: so you mentioned that you highlight some of the the featured Items that the vendors are bringing in. Is yeah. there a website you want to promote or is everything particularly going Facebook? So or?
2: typically we do Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Um, we do have a website, but mostly that is just like our hours and stock photos of things we've had over the years. It's not updated as often as it should be, but we keep our Facebook and our Instagram updated frequently. So and then is it just at urban suburban, anything special yeah, slash urban suburban antiques and at urban suburban antiques.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Okay, perfect. No. and then you wanted to give out your personal cell phone number yeah. i know that was an address you didn't yeah, yeah i,
1: I did not want you. times you're not at home times you are at home <laughs> exactly your schedule it's especially with it the site. yeah
2: exactly and this time of the year i do have like my christmas lights on timers so like yeah. i've always got you like right. keep you guessing whether or not i'm, I'm there I'm or seen not. Home alone. so yeah <laughs> well clay thank
0: you so much for being on the show you're welcome you're really excited for you to make Crest Fest a reality, I just got the idea. Fest. Is, you guys are going to have to do all the the hard work,
1: right? Yeah. I'm yeah, just the idea guy. Guaranteed, right? I'm the idea guy. Everybody. Somehow Subway is going to get in on it's this. It's going to take work. a village.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Subway could make one of those gigantic six-foot-long subs. Party subs. Okay, yeah. like from
2: Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, Happy yeah, Gilmore yeah, subs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, we give away Subway for life. Something yeah, like that. so
0: if you're listening to this... The two people that are listening to this, if you know anybody that wants to sponsor Crestfest... Crestfest! 20... When we... We couldn't possibly... Can we pull this off in 22 or no? Yeah. yeah, if we did it in like October. October 2022. All right, I'm just writing this down. Get out quick.
1: Oh, it could be like Oktoberfest. Because they got oh. a good
0: German beer over yeah. at the
1: brewery. Well, we can continue... You just want to dress up in one of those outfits. Later hosen. Yep. Yeah. Yelp. Yep. <laughs> That would be awesome because every Oktoberfest we've been to in the area sucks. It really does. Needs it was, schnitzel. It was awful. Needs that picnic tables. We could do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Crest fest.
0: I think it's gonna be a thing. All right, Clay. Okay. Have a good Thanks, day, guys. Thanks for coming yeah. in. Thank you for listening to this episode of Magic City Business. This podcast is fueled by the support of our listeners. So if you found value in the podcast, please be sure to give us a favorable rating on iTunes, subscribe, and share your favorite episodes with friends. If there is an impactful story behind your business and you'd like to be featured on the show, please send an email to magiccitybusiness at gmail.com.